Hello, it's Friday, June 11th. I'm Daniel Williams, and this is the MGMA Week in Review, where each week we bring you some of the most important, interesting, and inspiring stories happening in healthcare leadership and medical practices today. We begin this week with an article on employee benefits in a medical practice. In the most recent MGMA stat poll, healthcare leaders were asked if their organization added or increased benefits for employees in the past year. 26% said yes, while 74% said no. For those who responded no, several noted that it's not economically feasible at this time. However, for those who answered yes, responses included that they increased health insurance benefits, short-term disability, offered retention bonuses, and cell phone allowances. As a note, this is the second straight year that compensation and or benefits have been affected by the pandemic. As a May 19, 2020 MGMA stat poll revealed, that 82% of healthcare leaders responded that some or all of their providers' compensation had been impacted amid COVID-19. As practices continue to recover, it will be vital to periodically assess compensation and benefits for providers and staff. Coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic, physician retention is a priority for medical groups particularly as competition increases for a smaller pool of physicians. According to the Association of American Medical Colleges, by 2033, there will be a shortage of between 54,000 to up to 139,000 physicians in the United States. But it's not only physicians medical practices have to be concerned about. In a May 6 MGMA stat poll, 88% of healthcare leaders responded that they're having difficulty recruiting medical assistance. Further, according to an American Nurses Foundation survey conducted conducted in January and February of this year, 39% of nurses said they were either considering or planning to leave their position in the next six months. One way to help combat turnover is for practices to focus on creating a competitive and comprehensive benefits package. As Mark Massey, Vice President, Southern Medical Association, and Keith Gillis, CFP, MBA, and Managing Partner of Wealth Solutions mentioned in a recent MGMA webinar, it's vital to have a streamlined retention program to further engage providers and staff. As Gillies said, it costs money to bring someone on. So if you already have someone in place and they're doing a good job for you, let's think about how we can keep them on board. If you want to become part of the healthcare discussion, you can join the MGMA stat poll by texting STAT to 33550. Our next article is focused on advocacy and regulatory issues. During a House Ways and Means Committee hearing on the Department of Health and Human Services budget request, Secretary Xavier Becerra addressed the Provider Relief Fund and told lawmakers that the department would be releasing additional guidance this month. 
Physician practices still only have until June 30th to use any PRF money received. Last month, MGMA sent a letter to HHS recommending modifications to the PRF program, including an extension of the spending deadline and the expeditious distribution of the remaining relief funds to medical group practices and other providers. Included in that letter, MGMA asked that the HHS ensures medical groups have sufficient time to report their use of funds. As written, previous departmental guidelines had only allotted a 30-day window for providers to report their 2020 expenditures. While reporting deadlines have not been reinstated at this time, MGMA believes that the reporting deadline for this program must be substantially longer than a 30-day period, considering the complexity of items currently outlined in the Notice of Reporting Requirements and the ongoing challenges medical groups are facing in responding to the COVID-19 pandemic. And if you want to learn more from MGMA's Government Affairs Group, you can join their webinar. It'll be held June 17th at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, where they will review new information blocking regulations with the Biden administration's top health technology official, Mickey Tripathi, the National Coordinator for Health Information Technology. You can join MGMA to make sure that your practice is complying with the new rules and get your questions answered during this live interactive session. Go to mgma.com events to register today. I'll leave you this week with an article on how to use data to improve patient satisfaction and diagnostic accuracy. This article appeared on mgma.com. Physicians seek to center decision-making on our patients, but this is often at odds with the pressures of the medical industry. Medical information often is kept in separate silos. There is content for patients, which is often found via Google search and littered with misinformation. And there are separate resources for clinicians. For too long, practitioners have been expected to commit to memory loads of complex data while being overwhelmed with irrelevant information. A 2018 Caveras report found that the most common root cause of medical professional liability claims was related to diagnosis. These diagnostic errors harm patients and erode their trust in their providers, putting physicians and institutions at financial risk. Practices should bring all the information that is unique to patients into the decision-making moment. We need to give the data context so that when a decision is made, the decision makers, the provider, patient, or both, feel as though the information is relevant to them. Here are two keys to leverage data to improve care and diagnostic accuracy. Increase trust and compliance and address inequities in medicine. First, incorporate visualization of medical data. We're moving swiftly toward an era of visualization of medical ideas. This goes beyond photos of rashes and extends to x-rays, EKGs, and medical illustrations. 
visual information needs to be distilled so that it meets the fast pace of decision making in healthcare. A doctor in an emergency room, for example, does not have enough time to thumb through pages of a book. She wants to be able to access it in under a minute. These visual tools can be used in person in the exam room or via telehealth to educate patients, ease anxiety, and increase compliance. And most patients say they feel better supported when their doctor shows them images of their diagnosis. Second, use diverse representative resources and tools. Inequities exist in our medical education and resources. A recent study of dermatology shows that skin of color is underrepresented. Of the more than 15,000 images analyzed across all resources, only 19.5% included dark skin. Medical educational resources and reference materials, as well as AI technology, must include skin of color, not in a separate atlas of dark skin, but as part of a single tool that handles all skin types. And professionals need access to comprehensive and highly reliable knowledge systems as they work. Information technology can ultimately improve care and provide the patient with a better experience in the exam room and at home, not by replacing clinicians, but by supporting them with augmented intelligence. Moving forward, medicine is a team sport that includes people at home and professionals in hospitals and offices. We need to improve all of our medical decisions. To do that, we need to bring equitable, data-driven evidence and tools to their care journey. By arming clinicians with the right technology, we can foster collaborative relationships with patients, improve experiences and outcomes, and even work toward addressing systemic problems such as unconscious bias and racial disparities of care. Keep up with the latest industry news by subscribing to the MGMA Insights newsletter at mgma.com slash insights newsletter. If you have a healthcare story you wanna share with us, email us at podcast at mgma.com. This has been the MGMA Week in Review I'm Daniel Williams. Thanks and have a great weekend.